This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. Thank you for joining us. This is our technically of this series of conversations around race and developing reflections and actions, you know, throughout this time period of, of COVID-19 and yeah. this in our country. My organization really thought it was a good idea for us to use our platforms and to reach out to people in the community like yourselves to have conversations around what's happening in our community and, and really think around how we can work together and share stories and experiences. So tell us a little bit about yourselves, Shayla, Tiffany, and then we can dive into our, our conversation, you know, around work you've done and the community and so Oakland. So just tell us a little, a little bit about who you are and we'll go from there. Okay, absolutely. Thank you again, Taj and the, and the um, AIDS organization for having me and Tiff and the So Oakland organization. So I'm born and raised from Oakland and I started So Oakland in 2015 as a way to um, create spaces during gentrification when things really just started to change in our communities. Um, and from that, it just has really grown into this huge platform that has just become the center of information for everything that has to do with the black and brown community, the natives, and just having our spaces where we can truly be ourselves. It has really become crucial, um, especially as Oakland is starting to change for the good and for ways that people who are from here aren't really comfortable with. And we're just trying to bridge this gap between new individuals that come into here that really appreciate and, and love Oakland and everything about it and the people that have already been here and have created this culture. And so having these conversations about race, about Oakland and have, have, and how to keep it just the beautiful, diverse place that it is, is very important. So I'm so appreciative to be able to have these conversations with you, appreciative for people that are actually joining in and listening. And yeah, like, so Oakland, we throw a festival every year, um, just trying to keep everything Oakland and, every, and, 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 just, and just making sure that our culture just stays the way that it is. Tiffany. <laughs> Hi, I'm Tiffany. Um, I was born and raised in San Francisco, um, Baby Hunters Point. Um, I moved to Oakland in about 2015. Um, I connected with Shayla. I heard about So Oakland and everything they had going on, and I wanted to be a part um, of So Oakland and, you know, just get more involved in the community that I was currently living in. Um, growing up in the city, it was very important to sow into your community, to sow into, you know, where you live. My father was a community activist. He did a lot for the Bayview community. 
So deciding to move to Oakland, I wanted to give back here where I would be planning myself, where my kids will be raised, where I will be spending the rest of my years. So um, I was able to do that in connecting with an organization like So Oakland. Um, yeah. These comments, though, I'm trying to focus. Right, right. Well, listen, that's why we're I'm here. Really that's trying why... to focus on, I'm really trying to focus and, and have this, this much-needed conversation, but this is the main reason why we need to have these conversations because these comments are disgusting. Right. Okay, and so continue. Let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about yeah. that. Yeah. We're not going to give energy to anything that's non-positive. Okay. Um, okay. But what we will do, what we will do, guys, is use our platform and, and our voices <laughs> to ensure that, you know, we as Black people are taking our opportunity to use our mic yeah. Absolutely. and advocate for change. And that's what this is about. I mean, that's why the A's and, and other organizations across the country have been, you know, taking a stand, so to speak, against racial injustice. Yeah. And unfortunately, you know, we still have a society, as you've mentioned, some of these comments are just unfortunately, you know, perpetually racist. Yeah. And do something about that. So, you know, what do you think in terms of, of Oakland and how Oakland has changed, you know, over the last few decades, really? What do you think we should be doing in terms of educating members of our community, our elected officials? You know, our corporations, we, we saw recently you guys just did a Target, you know, in downtown Oakland or, or uptown. Tell us a little bit about that partnership with Target and, and what you did in terms of offering some resources to the community. Yeah, so um, I think it's very important for big corps to connect with the local organizations that are actually in the streets and actually have these relationships with the community. I was very appreciative of, of Target um, because the way that they came to So Oakland, it wasn't about, hey, we have this money and we just wanna do something in the community and go about our business and that's it, just to show that we've given back. Um, they really sat down with me and they asked like, what are the needs and the resources of the community? Because we wanna make sure we're doing it right. And I told them, I said, the give back is beautiful. The community pantry is beautiful and it's very much needed. But in order to gain the trust of the community, we need consistency. So you coming in one time and giving back to the community and, and giving us food and resources and then dipping out <laughs> is not, is not going to work because we have trust issues because that is usually what happens. And so I said, what we need to do is we need more consistency. We need this to be monthly. We need to go into underrepresented areas like East Oakland because they're not touched. And so it was, it was them having me sit at that table and telling, telling them what we need as someone from Oakland, as a black woman, a representative of the black community, a representative of the brown community, a, rep a representative of, of the natives and telling them what we need from them, that that is the work, and that that is the work, and that's how the communication should be should be done. Because if there's a table full of people who know nothing about Oakland, full of people tables that has no diversity, and it's just full of you know white people that are not connected with the culture of Oakland, um, or just right. individuals in general who are not connected with Oakland, they have no idea what the needs are, and so they just want to write a check, and that's it. But it's way deeper than that. <laughs> you exactly. Say? So what, what do you have in store with them? Like what's coming up beyond that, that yeah. first event? 
So um, we have an ongoing partnership with Target and um, they pretty much left it up to us. They were like, whatever it is that you need, we are here. We want to change these relationships. And at first I was hesitant to, to partner with Target because they did have, they did have a, um, they did have a program where it was shop, shop while blue, shop with blue, where they actually, um, would have police officers shop with people in the community, take them to Target. And with, with the relationships that's going on with, with law enforcement agencies and the community, that just wouldn't feel right with me. But they have ended that relationship a long time ago. So that is one reason, of course, I was willing to work with them. Um, so we're going to have more community pantries. We have one coming up in three weeks, we're gonna do it in, in Deep East Oakland. We're gonna to try to do it monthly and make sure that we we go to underrepresented areas. Um, we post it on our social media so people can see. We had about 500 people come out last Tuesday. Was it Tuesday? Tuesday. We were able to give out 500 kits and it was everything from diapers, from baby wipes, from cleaning supplies, from food, perishables, um, um, everything that they needed and everyone was so appreciative so just to be able to show face and not just give them give a check and not even know if you really care that is the reason why I decided to really partner up with them why so Oakland decided to partner up with them All and right. it will be continuous so that's what matters that's great mm -hmm. Tiffany you mentioned that you're from the city you're from San Francisco and you know you've been in Oakland for several years now what have you seen <laughs> the differences in communities in the Bay Area, you know, in terms of like how there's been a, a huge amount of gentrification in San Francisco and a lot of people see that happening in Oakland as well. And there's there's this migration of folks from the city who've come to the Oakland area. What do you think that does to culture? And how do we help to preserve culture of different communities while also welcoming people, you know, to communities as well because we don't want people to feel unwelcomed but we also want to keep our communities organic right so how do we maintain the ability to keep our communities authentic while also welcoming new people what do you think about that um i definitely think i mean i i've seen it happen in san francisco obviously and um and it happened in san francisco um before Oakland, the, the, the gentrification of black neighborhoods, predominantly black neighborhoods, um, specifically where I was growing up in the Bayview Hunters Point neighborhood. One thing I think that is very important as far as preservation is for people coming into that neighborhood to respect it. One, respect that you cannot just come into a neighborhood where people have been living for 50 years, where there are three or four generations of families in these neighborhoods and just it's a free-for-all, you know, we can do what we want. We're going to just, you know, tear things down, tear things down that are symbolic to the community, tear things down that represent the community. Um, there has to be a coming together and we have to work together. And you have to respect the feelings of one another and the feelings of people who have been embedded in this neighborhood and heavily invested in this neighborhood for multi-generations and multiple years. Um, I also think that there needs to be a safe space for conversation to happen. It needs to be organized and um, it needs to be collaborative on both sides, on the sides of the people who have been in the neighborhood for years and also on the side of the newcomers who are coming into the neighborhood. 
So there is a way in which we can all peacefully coexist together. Yeah. And so um, that's something that needs to be discussed. And, and that's something that definitely needs to take place. Yeah. I think change, change, is, change is, is, is a beautiful thing. You know, we can't say that change, growth and change is a beautiful thing. And I think that it's, it's not so much people coming in and, and building up new buildings and things like that. It's people that are coming into these neighborhoods and the neighborhoods being a certain type of way, the way that we congregate, the way that we dance, the way that we celebrate. And all of a sudden they come into this neighborhood and they're uncomfortable. And so they want to call the police. And so though, like, that's when it becomes an issue because now you're in these neighborhoods and you want it to be the way that you want it to be. And so it becomes an entitlement. And there's people that have been there 50, 40, 30 years, and all of a sudden now they're uncomfortable in their own, in their own neighborhoods. That's what right. the issue is. So it's not right. about, we don't want you here. It's right. just about learn where you're stepping into. Learn research. the history. Do some research. Do some you research. know, there's, yeah. there are people here before you. Absolutely. So... Talk to me a little bit about Saw Oakland's festival. And obviously we've all been impacted in 2020 by COVID-19. So I know your plans this year were affected. Yeah. But take back to maybe last year yeah. and the year before in terms of what you guys developed, what you produced, and how that brought community together in terms of you know really showing Oakland's cultural strength and what to do in the future you know, post-COVID, or even now, what do you guys think in terms of how to reach the community and, and keep things at the, at the forefront? Mm -hmm. So, um, the So Oakland Festival definitely has grown. Um, we started it three years ago. Um, it was at the 16th Street Station in West Oakland. Not sure if a lot of you guys who are on here are familiar with that area. It was on the old Amtrak station in West Oakland. Um, and so we started to have it there. I received, or we received, so Oakland received a proclamation from Mayor Libby 2016, making July 30th officially so Oakland Day in the city of Oakland. And so with that, we wanted to create legacy. We wanted to create longevity. And I just didn't want it to be like, oh, we have a day and don't, anything, don't do anything about it. I grew up in the era of Festival at the Lake. Um, right. I grew up in the area of a lot of black and brown families. Um, that's, that's what I would see around Lake Merritt. Um, and so I wanted to uphold that. I really wanted to, to bring that back in some type of way. So we wanted to create a festival out of that. I could say the first year was just like our trial run, just trying to right. see how it, how, it, how it would go. And we know how much work it takes to put behind a festival. Um, and so the second year it grew, it got a little better, but last year was the one. <laughs> last year was the one. We really teamed up with um, a lot of people in the community like Hello Stranger, um, which is a bar in Oakland. Shout out to Bill and Summer. I love them. They have really stepped up and just supported So Oakland in any type of way. Um, we teamed up. Uh, we had Kapoor behind us, Camiel. Um, I think it's more so the relationships that you that you create, the relationships that you create in the community, um, and the trust factor. And people have really supported this organization because at the end of the day, I'm Shayla. This is Tiffany. We have Haley. And we're some, you know, black women from the Bay Area, and we're very authentic, and, and we remain ourselves, and people love that. Um, awesome. I'm not trying to change it. And I think a lot of things with, with natives is 
is things are just not be, like looking the same and we understand that so we want to also have these spaces where we are inviting those those who are not from out here like we want the culture of oakland to be beautiful it's colorful that's just what oakland is right. and we want to bridge this gap between the transplants and the natives and bring them together and show them like this is what oakland culture looks like like this is like that's great and all, but that's not that's not how we do. We from the land of the Black Panthers. Like it's some real true history um, that that revolves around Oakland. Um, and so we were really looking forward to this year because we knew it was probably going to be. We were last year we had like six thousand people, so we definitely were looking at about ten thousand people that were going to come this year. A lot of um, organizations and corporations were trying to reach out to us to get involved and we were excited about this year but then COVID hit and and that's okay you know and and it's, it's that that's okay we were really bummed about it because it was like like what's next because of course we're not the only ones that are affected by it everybody in the events industry is completely affected by it but it right. also gave us time to put the work into the community that we really wanted to do because throwing events can become a lot. And sometimes we neglect on doing the community work personally that we want to do. Mm -hmm. So I am not mad at all that COVID has affected the festival because now look at the relationship that we formed with Target. Look at the relief fund that we were able to raise money for to be able to give back to the small black businesses that were affected by the protests and weren't able to have funds for, you know, rent and, and any other needs that they have, you know, weren't been weren't able to pay for far as because of COVID. So a lot of things have transpired that have been beautiful because we have not been able to throw an event. So our focus is now shifted. shifted. Mm -hmm. So right. next year right. is going to be bigger and better because now we have built these relationships. But again, it's a, right now we're really focused on the community work. Okay. Now that makes, that makes total sense. So <laughs> for an organization like us, you know, at the A's, how can we be supportive of So Oakland and, you know, your work in the community as it relates to the festival, or any other causes that you guys are are heading are heading and leading, because I think for us as an entity, you know, we're the town's only team now, right? With the way they are, you have to wear my A's hat today. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I, but I had on black today, but you know, I mean, it's all good. I don't, <laughs> I don't have today, but everybody knows what time it is. So what, what we can do, right, as an organization. Obviously, this is a step in terms of really using our platforms in ways that we we haven't done before, with making sure that we're creating, you know, with the community at large around issues and topics that go far beyond baseball. And you know, that's we and many other teams around the country have decided to do is really take a stand and use our voices in a positive way and, and olive branch as much as we possibly can. So. Now that we're here, what do you think we can do together to continue this conversation? We're going to be, you know, continuing this particular series with many people, but outside of this forum, what else can we do together, and how can we be supportive? Um, I definitely, definitely believe that having the conversation is the first step, opening the doors to communication, um, which you guys have obviously done a great job at. So continuing that 
and then also um, focusing on putting an action behind those words. And as far as action goes, I think that 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 looks like being involved in the community, especially the one in which you're in. Where the Oakland A's is located is one of the neediest communities in Oakland, one of the neediest neighborhoods. So just looking at what are the needs of this neighborhood where you guys essentially are rooted? What are the needs of this neighborhood and what you guys can do to help this neighborhood? So that would involve the conversation with the neighborhood, coming into the neighborhood, doing some observation, doing some research, connecting with key partners like So Oakland and other organizations um, in the neighborhood and supporting them and supporting them like Shayla mentioned with Target on a consistent basis, being consistent. Um, it's all about consistency and building trust. Um, neighborhoods of you know predominantly black neighborhoods and needy neighborhoods are used to people coming in helping out and then leaving and thinking i'm going to be able to rely on this organization or rely on this person and they can't mm -hmm. so trust needs to be built and how trust is built is by establishing a solid relationship and being consistent mm -hmm. so the conversation piece is here and that's great now mm -hmm. let's work on building trust and really showing up for these neighborhoods and their needs and that we can showing that you guys you know want to help and be involved so linking up with so oakland linking up with other organizations in the neighborhood and assisting with events your face your presence yes, like putting your present. face out there like being present right. being present you know in in the community yeah showing up community fees giving back to the homeless yeah like, it's just it's so many things that that need to be done and billion dollar company like organization like the a's Mm -hmm. get it done. So let's, let's, let's continue to make Oakland beautiful. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, it's not a rhetorical question. I mean, there's a lot of things that we are doing in the community. Yeah. But there are a lot of things that we should be doing as yeah, well. Absolutely. As it, as it pertains specifically to communities of color. Mm -hmm. That's what this forum is about. And that's why we saw some of those comments earlier, because this is not typical territory for a baseball team, right? Yeah. And what I to do is change that narrative. That's you know, what it's about. We represent everyone. And yep. last month was Pride Month. Yeah. Know, so we represent that community as much as we Absolutely. represent the Black community, right? And Absolutely. Latinx community and, and others. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, that's the what makes Oakland. Right. That's what makes us Oakland, right? And, you know, we are committed to improving that. And, yes. you know, part of the role as our vice president of government affairs is to work with our elected officials and our community-based organizations yeah. to continue that pipeline of collaboration, right? Yeah. And then pretty robust community uh, department as well, um, headed by Catherine Anker and uh, Stephanie Gaywood. So there are efforts being made, but I think hearing from you guys directly on platforms like this is what you know, allows the organization and yeah. to really have their part. So I appreciate you guys for doing this. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's what I was, that's what we were saying. These conversations and just um, um, making it more consistent. That's, that's, that right there shows your effort and shows that you care, you know? Um, being at those tables and having people listen to the needs, like what we're telling you now, you could go back to those tables and, hey, this is what So Oakland says needs to be done. This is what X, Y, and Z organization said 
needs to be done, they are they are on the ground. They are in these communities and they are a part of it. And so listening to us, because we 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 are Oakland and the A's, we want to support them, you know? And so we just want to make sure they have our back as well. 100%. What do you have coming up, you know, for the rest of this year? I mean, looking at, we're in July now. Yeah. And in the middle of a pandemic. So mm-hmm. look like in terms of what we can do in the community collectively, how can we partner? What are the things that um, you guys are looking to, to promote and support as we get through this whole thing together? Um, I definitely think that while we are currently like in the midst of this pandemic and a hard time, there is, I think there is a dark storm coming as far as economically, um, for this neighborhood, for the country as a whole. And I feel like our community is going to take a big hit. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, they're already taking a hit right now. We know some of the biggest needs are um, childcare, um, schooling. Like we don't know what the upcoming school year is going to look like. A lot of kids in our neighborhood, they don't have tablets and computers to be able to attend school via Zoom or online classes. So that's definitely gonna be a need with school supplies. A lot of kids don't even have Wi-Fi at home in this neighborhood. Mm -hmm. So that's gonna be a need. Um, A lot of parents are possibly gonna still be out of work or maybe hours have been reduced. So there's gonna put a financial burden on that. Housing is then gonna be affected. It's like a domino effect of Mm -hmm. things that are gonna take place. Mm -hmm. Um, A lot of people in the neighborhood don't have healthcare. So maybe a healthcare screening or a free clinic where people can, you know, come in for a drive-through clinic, get some testing done, routine and regular medication. Um, a big thing in East Oakland I know was that after some of the um, riots and protests, a lot of like the CVSs and Walgreens and things were closed and a lot of medication was no longer available to a lot of the older people in the community, the, the disabled people in the community, and they had no way to go out of their way to another neighborhood to where there was a Walgreens or CVS available to get their medication. So it, it, there's a lot now and I foresee a lot in the foreseeable future that will affect different categories of the neighborhood, education, housing, um, funds, money, and food, food being the basic, you know, so a lot of those basic needs are going to be affected and are currently being affected. Mm -hmm. So in any way that Oakland Athletics can help or in in making partnerships with any other organizations Mm -hmm. who are out there doing the direct work, that would be great. A food drive, giving away free food. Teaming up with, I'm sorry, go ahead. Teaming up with some of these, um, these businesses that have been affected, and maybe doing community feeds, um, like far as like restaurants and things like that. Um, like how she was talking about how kids don't have the resources for, you know, tablets and things like that, and, and a lot of parents having to work and not being able to, or not, or not work, and don't know where their next meal is, and people still, still waiting for unemployment. There's p- so many people still waiting for unemployment, and, um, and people aren't able a lot of these businesses aren't able to get the ppe loans it's just it's just like she said a domino effect and so providing breakfast and lunch or you know like yeah. for 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 kids and teens and youths who don't like we need the nutrition in order for them to continue to to grow and to get things done so that could be that's easy you know that's easy for us to put something like that together so like i said what's coming up for us right now is just a lot of 
community give back mm -hmm. that's what we're focused on because we have been so distracted with throwing our day parties and throwing our festivals and things like that that now we're like okay this is our time where our focus can completely give back be focused on those in need yes okay then that's that's fantastic and i think we can yeah. on that because we actually have a landing page on our website um slash blm for black lives matter Okay. and community resource page that we've developed. So it'd be great to partner with you and add yes. yes, I would love that. Check it out when we get off of this. Okay. Edix.com slash BLM. And it basically provides our one-stop shop for the things that we've done so far as an organization, okay. as well as a list of community resources, organizations that are you know doing great work in the community as well as many of the organizations that we've provided resources to directly that are helping, you know, in Oakland specifically, like the NAACP or the African American Chamber of Commerce, um, EOYDC, you know, lots of different organizations, 100 Black Men. And that's just a, a sample of Oakland Indie Alliance. There's so many people that are doing things. We're trying to figure out ways to map it all together, right? So that. Yeah at least a resource of mapping that guides you as a person to, to yeah. determine how do you want to use your time or your energy and your resources, you know, to yeah. support the cause. So that's what we've done thus far, but I'd love to work with you guys to add to that list as well as figure out what other causes are currently going on in the community that we can promote, you know, through our social mm -hmm. channel as well volunteer and things of that nature. So I think that's, this is the part of this conversation that for our, our listeners and viewers is most important. It's like, how do you actually do something? How do you support? We can talk about it. We know what a lot of the problems are, but what are the actions that we need to take as a community? So that's really helpful. And on that same note, just thinking about I would... support. Mm -hmm. Who else are you guys partnering with in the community on more of a, a social tip? If it's the Black Joy Parade, like Alicia, oh, yeah. um, other small business owners, like yeah. you, Hello Stranger. Like who else should we be aware of in the ecosystem of mm. Oakland that we can start to olive branch to and partner with that? you know, maybe good resources for the community overall, not just for the A's, but for all of us? Um, I would say um, there's Women's Sound Off, um, an organization by uh, uh, Vange and um, Carmina. So they started a Women in Music Festival out here in Oakland, but they changed the name to Women's Sound Off. So they do a lot of community give back. I would say them. I would say the town experience with Charlie Charlize, you said Black Joy Parade with Alicia. Um, I would also say, who are some of the other organizations for social events? You said, oh, for social, for social events. Um, Travis. Travis, from, okay. Definitely Travis. Travis from Fam Bam. Fam Bam, yeah. Um, wine and bow ties. I don't know if you know wine and bow ties. Yeah. But those are... Those are pretty much the main um, organizations that do social events, but also have some substance yes. behind it. Okay. Um, and I also, 
I think when you were saying like some of the things that the A's can do, um, and I was saying show face, also just like seeing some of the the individuals that sit in the higher seats that you probably never see, um, if they could get out of their comfort zone for a second and and show face in some of these uh, some of these spaces, that would be nice. Absolutely, um, I'm sure. I'm sure when they report to work or come in, they drive through some of these neighborhoods, but have they ever like been out of the car in these neighborhoods or, you know, had, you know, a meal at one of the mom and pop shops or stopped at a family owned convenience store and, you know, grabbed a bottle of water or supported in that way. So that would be a cool idea Yeah, to have some of the individuals that sit, sit higher up who you probably never see or talk to like eating at one of these local restaurants in Oakland, one of these black or brown restaurants, mom and pop restaurants. I think that would be a cool idea too. Just knowing who's in the, who's in your neighborhood. I yeah. think that would be cool. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, once the shelter in place is over. Because yes. yes. we're going back in. <laughs> well, so we're, our headquarters are based in Jack London Square. So we're right down yes. from Chicken and Waffles and Everett and Jones and, you know, mm -hmm. many famous black establishments. And I know many of our, our staff, frequent these restaurants and, and are very familiar with the community. But to your point, there are many merchants and small businesses and restaurants that are throughout, scattered throughout Oakland. Yeah. Or not just the ones that, you know, we're aware of because of our proximity to our, our office or, you know. Right, our, right. So no, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. And I would also say, you know, as we look to the future, we recently, when we kicked this series off, we had one of our players his name is Tony Kemp, mm -hmm. second baseman for the A's. He hasn't even played for us yet. He just got here. This will be his first season. And you know, it was a great conversation with him. He's an African-American player. And we had an opportunity to really dive in and talk about baseball and the importance of you know, us in the game and his, his campaign, which is called the Plus One Effect, which is about teaching people about our culture, right? And, mm -hmm. and, that may not be obvious to everyone. Yeah. So as a call to action, I, I would love to recruit some of our players and some of our alumni mm. to the series to you guys and, and hear from you. And, you know, there are many athletes and sports executives that we're aware of, you know, in the Bay Area from the Warriors and, and other teams. And some of the concern has been people don't know our guys. So, you know, we want to use this platform as an opportunity. Yeah change that as well because we have great guys yeah days some of which are uh, from the area uh Stephen Piscotti and, and Marcus Simeon Marcus Simeon went to St. Mary's so mm -hmm. you know we have people that are rooted in Oakland for real right mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. many of our front from here from here from here from here right from here. so you know you know my wife you know yeah. so it's, it's all really organic and mm -hmm. we as much as possible. So I don't want to keep you guys, but I, I just wanted to kind of have some final thoughts with you on, you know, how we think about this opportunity to to really get corporate America mm -hmm. institutions to really what's going on right now. And and not just for the next six months, right? Because there's a huge response right now in terms of social justice and ensuring that corporate voices are being heard, right? And making great comments and statements about change. But how do we hold 
those individuals, those companies accountable moving forward, right? And what do we do as a community responsibility so we don't take our foot off of the gas and go back to status quo, how things used to be? How do we make sure in this moment that we actually institutionalize change and make Oakland better, make our community better overall? I mean, it's an election year in November. What can we do to, to really get people out, you know, to vote, to make sure that we're sustaining change and we can see things changing in the future? Like, what do you guys think we should be doing? Um, like, final thought. Um, I would say to keep the momentum going, we have to keep the stories out there. We have to keep the needs out there. Um, put using our platforms to definitely shine light on the um, events, the current state and everything that's going on within the community. Um, also, we have to hold not only ourselves accountable, but like you said, other organizations and other people accountable. And that's speaking up and speaking out saying, you know, six months ago, you were down for the cause. Now I've seen you've reverted back to, you know, right. what you were doing prior. Mm -hmm. Like what happened to all that support? Let's keep that support going. Yeah. We have to call people out and not just when a major event happens, mm -hmm. but keep calling them out, keep, keep checking out. in with them, keep holding people accountable for their actions and what they're doing or what they're not doing um, based on what they said they would do. Hold people to their word, hold these organizations and these companies to their word um, and using our platform to do so. As far as um, for the election, in the past, so Oakland has had events called So Vote. Um, and that's something that we're looking to promote and keep going this year mm -hmm. um, because this is a major election. Like it's big for, you know, our country. It's big for our community and it will affect everybody. So, so Oakland will definitely put something together around that to just encourage people, whether we are still in this pandemic or not, but to get out there and vote oh, and to get out there and let their, you know, voices be heard. And if that's something Oakland A's would like to partner with us on, that would be great. Like that be would be, that would be amazing. Let's let's talk more about that because I yeah. think, I mean, that's, that's a great opportunity for us to do something that's not only meaningful, but, you know, it kind of sustains, like you said, the momentum, mm -hmm. right? Right. So it's not like we get off this, this call or this live interview and then yeah. we need to come out of this conversation with some actionable. Absolutely. Results, right. So please sign us up. I think, you know, I can speak on behalf of the organization. We'd love to participate. Thank you. Awareness to, to stimulate you know, what folks can do to, to make our, our communities better. So Absolutely, that's the goal. Mm -hmm. And then, Shayla, for you, thinking about, you know, what's next and how we come out of this COVID situation as well as this climate of, of racial, you know, tension and injustice. I mean, you're, you're well known in the community as a force of energy and good. So how do you think opportunity and and just bang on them you know how do you want to do wait you you kind of went out a little bit how do you want to bang bang on them <laughs> how do you want to bang so, that's so <laughs> um so you know the it's 
very similar to what Tiff said. Like for me, I'm all about action. I've always been about action. I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a hustler. I'm from I'm from Oakland. You know, the, the land of hustlers. We get we get things done, and holding people accountable is the thing. I think also, um, you know, checking these companies with their diversity. You know, I know I know we we're saying you know we don't want it to go go back to the way it was six months later, but we also have to understand if there is a, a room full of white men and white women who cannot connect <laughs> with anything but that, it will go back to the way that it was. So it's important that we need to get people of color in these seats and in these high rankings in, this, in, in these organizations and corporate companies, um, because that's the only way that the change is going to come. If nobody knows anything about Oakland or, or knows anything about being Black or, or what it's like to be oppressed or they have they they have no understanding whatsoever so it's important that we check them on that um and create the change there because it, it needs to it needs to start internally and at those tables right. um and the sogo vote is something we did two two years ago we mm -hmm. did it for the local elections mm -hmm. and what we did was we brought out we invited all the mayoral candidates that were running at the time and we held it at uptown in Oakland and we pretty much gave them an opportunity to why should we vote for you what 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 type of policies and changes are you trying to make like how connected are you with Oakland and have you been to deep east Oakland have you been to west Oakland before it became gentrified like I need to know what you're about and are you about the people or are you only about one like catering to one type of people right. so the sogo vote is a way for our communities to really find out what it is that we need to do and hearing people out so it, it's and but also adding excitement to it and getting people excited because we know that the man that's currently in there needs to go <laughs> needs I, I, to go i, I said what i said what? <laughs> Listen, you know, <clears throat> this is a polarizing time, and, and I think you're right. Uh, we need we need change. We need, we change. need change. Absolutely. Yeah, we need change. And, you know, looking at what you just mentioned about diversity and ensuring that we have diversity of color, you know, in, in boardrooms and in... Yeah. How, how do you think we can promote that type of a uh, effort, right? Especially here in Oakland, we can start here. Here in Oakland, what do you think we can do to to support that that narrative, like going forward? Because a lot of companies in this city actually do have a lot of African American leadership. You know, the CEO. Okay. Of, um, you have you know several black executives. Actually, people don't know that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and there are other companies. Clorox has has a lot of high ranking. Black executives, yeah. That, but that doesn't. Mean there aren't right who are based here that don't or business that aren't headquartered here that also you know could do a better job in their diversity. So, in terms of like using your platforms and things of that nature, um, what do you guys think you'll be doing on So Oakland's social handle? to continue to promote this conversation and conversations like it? Well, I'm, the thing about it is, is I mean, I feel like we do that now, you know? Mm -hmm. And so we'll just, 
will just continue. And also, I think that it's it's important to like someone like you, if there were positions that were coming available to connect with these organizations, and maybe we can able to use our platform to blast it out, like Oakland A's are hiring X, Y, and Z, and then that will be your job to know that, okay, this is our time to create the change right then and there. So connecting with organizations when it's time to hire, um, and we'll just put the word out. That's, that's, that's the only way right now to use our platform to get that out is when these big corporations, if, if they really want to, <laughs> we want them to, you know, right. we want them to, but um, it's just using our platform the best way that we can, you know, so sure. having people in the position like you who are from Oakland, you know, a, a black man and, you know, trying to create more diversity in the organization you know, it, it takes a person, it takes someone to be in the seat. We need people in those seats because, again, that's it. We need people in those seats because, again, if they don't, if they don't know anything about being raised in Oakland or coming from, you know, poverty or whatever, they have, they cannot relate. And so they have no way of, like, trying to speak up and, and learn about something that they don't know nothing about. They so they never experience because... So. I was going to share your experiences on, you know, the only black. And yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Listen, this, this conversation, I mean, I feel like we just really scratched the surface today because right. there's so many levels to where we need to go in this conversation. I mean, we, we experienced it, you know, when the comments were going through and you know, I'm trying to be politically correct and right. You know, because it's my job. Right. I want to keep it real that, you know, that's why we have this platform. And I want people who are still tuned in to understand that, you know, we're not going to let any hate, you know, any racism. No, you know, no. Stop the movement of progression. And, you know, our community, the Black community, has endured over 400 years of injustice in this country. Indigenous people have endured hundreds of years of injustice and we're not tolerating it anymore so no. I raised, no. but first and foremost i'm a black man right and it's my responsibility to take this moment to acknowledge you women you black thank women you. sisters i appreciate your time thank and you thank you your candor because we need to showcase this you know to you. to everyone who's willing to listen and watch and, and ensure that not only do we put pressure on corporate America, yeah. but we have pressure on companies like Facebook and Instagram and yeah. all right here in the Bay Area that mm -hmm. does the diversity that we just talked about, yeah. right? It's needed. It's needed. Right. This is, so this isn't just a conversation about the A's or mm -hmm. so Oakland, you know, we're, we're just representatives of a conversation that involves our ancestors, right? So. <laughs> I want to thank you guys for, for taking some time out and please let everybody know where they can find information out about you personally or so Oakland. Please shout out your, your website, hashtag, whatever that is. Tell them really quick. Yes, you can find us at, at So Oakland, S O O A K L A N D, or on our website, www.soakland.com. And I'm Shayla, this is Tiffany, and we're missing Haley. She couldn't be here, but. Right. And this is Benji. And this is Benji. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Benji's our well, mascot. 
That's the mascot? Yes. That's what's up. So <laughs> I want to figure out, once we wrap, let's talk because I want to help expand our platform in conjunction with you guys, our athletics.com Black Lives Matter page, because I think oh, that's, that's of course, that we can cross pollinate across, yeah. you know, this entire conversation yes. and getting started, you know, with, with what we are embarking upon as an organization and um, yeah. we want to represent the town to the fullest. So I appreciate you ladies for giving me a moment with you. Yeah. Happy 4th of July. Happy Juneteenth because we just Happy celebrated. Juneteenth. Happy 4th of July. Thank you for all the people that tuned in. We're yes. open to listening, all the positivity, and hopefully even the ones with the negative things to say. Hopefully we said something that maybe shifted your little thought process a little bit. A little. A little bit. <laughs> all right. All right, ladies. All right, bye. Bye, you guys. Bye. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics. 